Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menounos. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. That's what we do here every single day. Today, we are really going to get better. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, it's funny cause I have a shirt on that says self-made, Oh, but I think I want to create some for our heel squad that says self-cured. Oh, I love that. Mm. I love that because that's what today's episode is about is I came home from the doctor yesterday and I realized I have cured myself of so much shit. Holy moly. You really have. P.S. Forgive me or I apologize. I really love saying shit. <laughs> and I like cussing it's, from time to time. It's your favorite word, right? It is my favorite yeah, word. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I apologize if I offend anybody with it. Just pretend I'm talking about water or something. Okay. <laughs> Our quote of the day. He who creates a poison also has the cure. He who creates a virus also has the antidote. He who creates chaos also has the ability to create peace. He who sparks hate also has the ability to transform it to love. He who creates misery also has the ability to destroy it with kindness. He who creates sadness also has the ability to convert it to hap- convert it to happiness. Typo, not yours, theirs. Thank you. He who creates darkness can also be awakened to produce illumination. 
He who spreads fear can also be shaken to spread comfort. Any problems created by the left hand of man can be solved by the right hand. For he who manifests anything also has the ability to destroy it. And that's from Susie Cassim. And Kelsey gave me another one. <laughs> I said, Pook! The best care for the body is a quiet mind. Napoleon Bonaparte. Thank you, Napoleon. So that first quote, Maria, that like little poem, I loved it. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of ended dark. I was like, wait. But I guess we can look at it in two different ways, right? Because it ends with like, whatever you can manifest, you can also destroy. And I was like, damn. I think it just basically says we have the power. We have the power. And as I was looking at our newly updated Pinterest, um, I was noticing all the really cool like quotes that we're doing. And one of them was my quote about, we're really capable of anything at any time, good or bad. Um, And so, yeah, we can create and we can destroy. And that goes back to polarity and what Deepak Chopra said in our episode, which if you haven't listened to that episode, it might be my favorite ever. um, Because it really explained so much to me. And it really um, gave me a lot of aha moments I think you guys would love. We'll link to it in the summary of this episode to make it easy for you. Um, But I think, you know, we're good and bad. We're nice and mean. We're all these things. And once you start to understand that, you can have a lot more compassion and forgiveness for yourself. Um, So you can be bitchy when you have a headache and then you can be really nice when you don't. (laughs) It's true, though. I have some nasty headaches lately. (laughs) But you know what? You have nasty headaches and you acknowledge it and you don't beat yourself up about it. Mm -hmm. And then you move on and you go forward. Yeah. Instead of sitting and being like, damn, I was so bitchy or whatever. Yep. You You get your talent all on. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, Anyhow, so I wanted to spend some time today talking about curing yourself of ailments and the possibilities of all of this, because I think we, and we talk about this all the time here, we are in a society and environment collectively where we give our power over to doctors. Doctors are amazing, by the way. And I was having a really cool conversation with Dr. Aaron and yesterday um, at my annual physical And I said to him, I go, he's like, you really have like become like a guru in all these years that I've known you now. It's like crazy to see. So I like Googled guru (laughs) and I was like, oh, okay. Cause I was like, that's kind of like when I think of guru, I think of guru and I'm like, oh, that doesn't feel comfortable for me. And then I looked at it and it's just like somebody who's an expert. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of become an expert. But then in in the like Sanskrit way or whatever, like it does mean like someone who's um, revered or like there's a, there's obviously a heavier weight to it. Right. So we need like a, maybe it's a Muru. Muru. I like that. <laughs> Maria Guru. <laughs> muru. muru. So like it's disguised a little bit, but um, I was saying to him yesterday that I Love him. I love Dr. Black. I love Dr. Rudnick. I love Dr. Marhadi, all of our doctors that we've worked with. So I'm so, and all of the nurses, I, I walk that line where I get nervous to seem unappreciative or like I'm um, being negative about the medical profession because I'm not. I, when 
billion percent am grateful for the medical profession and everything that they they've done for us and everything they do in general. But just like any field, there are flaws and there are holes and there are blind spots. And I feel like my job is to share those so that you can have the best possible outcome. And so, um, so, you know, we were having this whole conversation about, you know, my care and stuff like that. And, you know, he's always just kind of watching me because I love curing myself. I love figuring out another way. I love bucking the system. And I will relent when I have to. I had to have brain surgery. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good example. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) Um, But, you know, for what's left in there, I am experimenting with some ways to shrink things without having to take other steps. And so we'll leave that aside because I have not officially had success there yet because I also am, it took a long time to research to find stuff. And so I have some other meningioma patients who are like, can we start doing it? And I go, no, (laughs) not until I know it works. And then we can talk about this. But, um, but I will tell you about some of the things that I have cured because I was driving home from the doctor yesterday and, and I'll tell you about that too. I was driving home from the doctor yesterday and I go, oh, Cause what he said kind of threw me for a second and I was like, I, I cured myself of vocal cord nodules where they were sure I was going to need operation to that's remove. That's nuts. When you said, I didn't know that. Like that's not something you cure yourself. Like you need surgery for that. Yeah. That's nuts. And I remember seeing John Hamm in the, um, in the NFL suite and we were talking and he, he had just had it. I go, no, I could have helped you. Anyway. Um, I've, Reversed pre-diabetes. I've healed myself of a hernia where I was going to need surgery. And you can't not get surgery. Okay. Um, And I've also now officially healed myself of thyroid nodules. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. That don't reverse. Like Dr. Dr. Um, Aaron was like, yeah, no, they don't go away. They get bigger. And mine disappeared. Wow. Officially. I just got my ultrasound. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. So, I mean, I read the report and I couldn't believe it. So I had to like get confirmation yesterday. So I'm going to share with you guys how I did it. Um, Because I'm kind of looking back and I'm like, those are major things. And 
I've watched how we've done it with our dogs too. Like we've healed our dogs of things that were unhealable. My Bichon baby had um, kidney failure and uh, pancreatitis. If you know anything about these as a vet, anything you try to do to fix one screws up the other. So you're in a no-win scenario. Now, I give Kevin all of the credit because I'm the diagnoser and he is the researcher and administrator on that end. So he figured out the lowest fat diet possible. We would blend the food and force feed it to baby because there was a moment where she didn't want to eat anymore and she was giving up. And we're like, we're not giving up on you that easy, baby. We had this amazing Irish nurse who would come to the house and help us. Um, She was at the vet in the beginning with her. And then when we transitioned her home, she helped us a little bit. Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better. And it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content. And a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community? Or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment. And we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. So, and again, you know, you got to just sometimes fight through the tough moments. So we kept the nutrition in her and the vet was like, this is it. Like it's not happening. And after a month guess who got spry and just turned it around. That's nuts. And how old was she? She was 15. Wow. And we threw her a crazy ass sweet 16 birthday party here at our house with 50 dogs, 50, Um, because it was so unbelievable. And she lived another two years, happy two years. Our quadriplegic poodle was supposed to live six months. Kevin jumped in. We would supplement her and research supplements that would counter the effects of the prednisone that she was on because he knew prednisone wasn't going to be good long-term. And she lived another nine years. She lived to over 18 years old. That's long. Yeah, because she was old when we rescued her. and She lived a very Holy long time. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, and so we've seen through practice with our, yeah. our animals that it's possible. I would like Vincenza to live till 20. I know. Vincenza, the hard thing about Vincenza is she has such anxiety that she's only like 12 now and her spine's already popping. Our dog's spines didn't pop till 15 or 16. So unfortunately, I don't think Winnie is going to have the same trajectory as some of our other dogs. I really pray because she's so happy. She's so fucking happy. She's this so dog. Happy. I love her so much. Oh my God. She's a People must be so sick of my stories because it's literally uh, just me fawning over them constantly. <laughs> but, um, but when I look at 
the things that I have healed myself from, most of them really required surgery. And so I'm kind of being like, wow, I, I went to bed last night. I'm like, so it really is more possible than I ever even knew to figure out this brain tumor thing. And I did some research last night. And so I went to an allergist this week because I've been going into like anaphylactic shock randomly with so many different things I was eating, whether it was brown rice or I learned red wine does that to me. Um, cooked carrots threw me over the edge. And like literally you guys, she's not being dramatic. Like the whole, it would be like the whole day that it was, she was like, <laughs> like couldn't Can't breathe, breathe yeah. at all. Like most people are in the hospital. Right. And as I told my doctor yesterday, I am just used to being in a lot of pain in, in not constantly, obviously, but like I, I can handle tolerance, yeah. a lot of pain because in my tornado of work, I had to just endure and keep going. There was no stopping. There was no breaking. There was no sick days. It's like you had to keep going. And so I've built a tolerance that, I mean, I had a, whatever. I've, trust me, the stories are crazy. So I also watched my dad rip IVs out of his body and do the most unthinkable shit. Like he would literally rip IVs out of his body and go back to work in excruciating pain. So I have a role model. (laughs) That's funny. My mom used to do that too. Really? When she had her chemo, she would like, if the tubes would like, you know, whatever, she would like rip them out. She ripped them out at a diving meet I was at. I remember. Yeah. Anyway. So bad asses. Yeah. So I, um, I lost my train of thought. Sorry, Tony, interrupted you. You said your dad was your um Yeah, but what, what was model. I talking about? You talk what? Allergies. You're allergist. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Pooja, keeping Pooch. me on track. Okay, so I was having all these horrible breathing situations. So I was like, I gotta see an allergist. This is all allergies. I get to the allergist. She's like, no, this is all uncontrolled asthma. I go, excuse me, what? <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, I think the food will trigger you. And yes, we're gonna check you for all the allergies, but I think it's uncontrolled asthma. And I go, Wait, but I thought I only have exercise-induced asthma. That's what I was told growing up. But my parents didn't really speak English, so how would we really oh, know? wow. But it runs in my family. My grandfather has it. My cousin Peter has it. My uncle Arthur has it. And so I was like, oh. So now I come home with all these things, medicines, and you know I don't like taking anything. I really no. don't take anything unless I'm dying suffering. And so I was like, okay, I'll do it their way for a minute till I can do enough research and figure it out. And I probably have to get myself to a good baseline because my lung function was no bueno. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm just used to not being able to breathe. Okay, this is weird. And so then um, then I had to do like this whole lung function test yesterday. And Yeah, what they have you do for that? Like, what do you do? You sit in a booth for like an hour and you're breathing through this tube and doing like deep breaths in and exhales really deep. And then you suck in all this like inhaler stuff and whatever. So I left with a nasty cough. I was like, how do I end up coming in? And now I'm worse, like leaving out, but whatever. Um, Dr. Aaron like, are you sure you don't need a COVID test? I go, I swear it's just because of all the shit they just put in my throat. Like I can't, I'm not sick at all. (laughs) Anyway, um, so, okay, so all this allergy stuff. So I get home and I start doing research and I'm like, hmm, are meningiomas inflammation? Just is what I Googled. By the way, you have to just be creative with Google. And then I started finding different articles that were connecting um, 
Let me see exactly. So I'm, I'm at the very, very early stages of my research, everybody. But I did find um, all of this stuff. Let me see here. Um, there's growing evidence that the accumulation of MCs, mast cells, um, in meningiomas um, are associated with paratumoral edema, inflammation involved in headaches. Okay, that was the first one. A mast cell, by the way, is um, the cell-connected tissue that contains many granules rich in histamine and heparin. And I was like, okay, so the accumulation of mast cells. Well, in histamine is, right, allergies. is antihistamine. Whoa. And so that's what's in the meningiomas. And then I was like, okay. Um, and histamine is um, the compound involved in local immune responses, uh, as well as regulating physiological function in the gut, acting as a neurotransmitter for the brain, spinal cord, and uterus. Well, my uterus isn't really working. Anyway, um, <laughs> It's working. It's just not going <laughs> to produce a child. Um, no matter what Kevin But that's does. not because you're a uterus. No, we can't. The, the, <laughs> the battle is still out. We don't know if it's Kevin's stupid sperm or whatever's going on inside of me. It's much more fun to call Kevin's sperm stupid. Yeah, that is much That was fun. him, by the way. It was not me. <laughs> um, and so I started kind of doing this little, going down this rabbit hole of could... Because I remember going through an extremely stressful time in my career at a show. Um, <laughs> I had a couple. But this was the first time I had one of these moments. And I remember getting horrendous rashes. And I've been tying my tumor's inception to those moments all along. Because my, my doctor also said that the reason I can't have a child myself for the few assholes out there who think I just don't want to get fat, someone close to us actually was like, I just don't understand. How come, like, why can't she just carry the baby? Like, she just doesn't want to get fat. Someone close to us? Someone close to us. <gasps> like, this just doesn't make sense to me. And I'm like, are you a fucking brain surgeon? Oh my Is, God. What? Since well, when did you study this? And regardless, it's not your opinion or it's not your, who can't, like, get out of here. Get, it's not your place. I can't even. I can't even. Oh my anyway, God. Um, so, I was, when he said you, there is research around like hormones and tumors and all of this stuff. And so I was like, huh, okay. And, and I, I've been connecting the rash for a long time was in my gut was that was the inception of the tumor. And I don't think the tumor was ever going to even be something I would have known because I think what accelerated and grew it to a place where it was excruciating was IVF and pumping myself with hormones because hormones grow things. So when I was researching this last night, I was like, interesting, histamine, allergies, inflammation, whatever. My body's been in a constant state of inflammation for over 20 years. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. And then add the incredible stress which stress 1 billion percent is going to manifest in some way. I think it was a perfect recipe for the tumor. And so I'm going to go down the rabbit hole as I'm looking to heal myself and cure myself of the um, allergy portion of all of this. And what's great is like the Mexico plan Jenny has me on, I am taking my um, CBD capsules every night which um, I was telling uh, one of my other patients about because, you know, it's it's good to get any inflammation reduced anyway in your body. So it's harmless. And we have um, a relationship with Altwell and you can get a discount on our website. Yes, you can. I think you get like 20% off. It's 25% off for your first purchase. There you go. So um, buy in bulk. I I like the soft gels. I like the oil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You like the oil? I huh? love the mm. oil. I like them both. Does I've it taste so- good? Ah, it tastes like hemp. Oh, no. I'm good with the soft yeah, gel. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Um, so anyhow, I think that I'm, I'm probably going to up my, because they really wanted me to be on a high dose of CBD. And I was like, I'm never going to be able to be awake. I'm already so tired. So, um, so I'm going to up that for the inflammatory response. I'm going to get my asthma under control And then um, I'm going to kind of see from there what happens. But I do think that inadvertently I created this great little recipe and concoction in there. But my research continues on that front. That's nuts, though. But I am more excited than ever that I can figure this out. And you don't have to be a doctor. You just have to use your common sense and you got to use your instinct and you got to just research and just keep reading. And I read those PubMed journals till I'm blue in the face. And I understand maybe 40% of them sometimes or 70%. It doesn't, you know, it's in between. But, um, but if you follow your curiosity, um, even when you don't fully understand, oh, and then I learned this really cool thing, which you probably already all know, and I'm slow to the game. But when you're reading an article, if you highlight the word, because I had to highlight a lot of words, it just says, look up. And you click, look up, and then it goes right to the dictionary thing. And then you can go right back to the article. It was so easy. Before, <laughs> I used to think I had a copy and paste. Like, I did it all the hard way. No. Or I'd, like, go over to my Safari and Google the word. Freaking life-changing. Look at that. Oh, my God. So let's start with A1C levels. People talk about diabetes being reversible. I think it's over 40 million people in our country have diabetes. Um, uh, type 2 being the most prevalent but there are 20 something million people walking around who have no idea they even have any of this. So getting your annual physical is so important because 
you get your A1C checked, you get your thyroid checked. They check the essentials, but do not for one second think they check everything. So many of you go to the doctor and think, by the way, I was one of you until I learned more. Now I know better and I'm bet I get better. But I used to go thinking, oh, they check my blood. They're going to know everything. It's not like this like massive report. They're doing the bare minimum because your insurance covers the bare minimum. If you want your vitamin D levels checked, which I highly suggest you always ask because we're all so vitamin D deprived and it's actually kind of like a, I'm pretty sure they said it's a signal for cancer, right? A lot of cancer patients are really low in vitamin D levels. Vitamin D, it's, and um, when we had Dr. Gundry on, he told us about candida too with vitamin D. Oh. Look, it, there's a lot. By the way, BrioTech is good with candida. Oh. Yeah. It's for spraying in your, oh, from like that on your tongue. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Interesting. It's antiviral, antibacterial, like. That's anyway. why I use their mouthwash mm-hmm. and I've seen a little. Interesting. I got to get Anyways, the mouthwash actually. Okay. So you can't go to the doctor and think they're just going to know everything. You've, I have my pain journal. I have my notes journal. I write everything down so that when I go in there and I'm frazzled and I can't find a parking spot and I'm late and whatever. There's nothing I'm going to forget. So you need your journal. You need your notes throughout the year of different things that are happening that you want to check up on. That pain that's been recurring, that weird feeling you have, that paranoia you have, whatever it is, write it down, get it checked. Um, So for me, I was pre-diabetic. Now, familiar territory because I always creep up into pre-diabetes a little bit. But this time it was bad. This time my numbers reached a six and then I cut sugar and I went to a six one. Huh? How does that happen? And what's the like range? So So five, seven and below is normal. Five, seven to 6.4 is pre and then six, four and up is diabetes. And so I was at a six and then I cut sugar. But what I did was I didn't realize I started eating more breads because I cut the sugar, which happens, Right. And so I went up to a 6-1. I also was under the most excruciating stress because my mom was literally dying. It was, it was the end. So I knew that from my dad being type 1 diabetic, stress will mess your sugar levels. So it didn't take me off course with the no sugar thing. But I cut all desserts. So I wasn't psychotic about sugar intake in terms of like, if I had an Arnold Palmer once in a blue moon, I also allowed French toast and pancakes because I was making them for my mom every day. And I knew I wouldn't do them all the time either. So I was like, okay, that'll be my little thing. Um, occasionally a little honey on a yogurt, but very rare. Everything else, if I'm at a dinner and people are talking dessert, I'm like, I'm out. And I got my levels down to a five, seven. Now, might be even lower right now. But I didn't want to get it checked yesterday because I did do a celebratory apple cider donut when I was in Connecticut to celebrate my one-year anniversary. And I'll tell you, the first bite was amazing. And then after that, I wanted to throw the rest of it out. Isn't that crazy? Because your body's like, nope, I'm good without it. Because I was like, oh, do I really? Wow. And then I was like, you might regret it. Just eat the whole fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) How did you feel when you, like, because I know sometimes... When you cut something out for so long, mm-hmm. then you eat it again. Your body's like, ooh. Did you feel bad? I got, I crashed. Yeah. I crashed. Yeah. Yeah. But I never before knew about what crashing felt like because I was just always crashing, I think. So, um, so A1C levels can be reversed. And what I did, and if you listen every day, you've definitely heard, 
I wanted to make the choice before someone told me I couldn't eat sugar anymore. And I was getting to the place where they were going to start to tell me, you're done. And so now I know I can have one. If I really want it, I can have a dessert, but I don't want to because I want to have health. And sugar creates so much inflammation in your body. Inflammation is the root of all diseases. So for the little thing in here, no sugar is going to be good too. So that's my A1C. Boom. Boom. Done. Thyroid. Actually, I have a question, Maria. Yes. So for someone who's looking to, you know, help theirs and quit the sugar, how, I'm sure it was initially really hard. What was kind of like the peak where you got over it? Was it a couple weeks mm. that you, you know, you were like, I got this. Was it a couple days? Great question. So let me preface this with my first word in life was socolata. <laughs> and my mom taped it and I have it. Chocolate, multiple syllables. I was a prodigy. Oh my God. It all went down from there. <laughs> anyway, so I love desserts. I love chocolate. And so never in a million years did I think I was going to be able to do it. But I was really scared of diabetes. I have had the privilege of being in a diabetic home. I know how painful it is. I know how challenging it is. Yes, you can live with it. And, but it's a lot and I don't want it. And I don't want to do anything to contribute to it. If I was to get it because I have no choice because it's genetic or whatever, well, then that'll be that. But I'm going to do everything I can to fight against it. My brother got it and he went from type two to type one because he didn't take care of himself. So anyhow, it was hard. I'll tell you when it was the hardest. So we started around October and end of November, as you guys know, my mom and dad both were hospitalized with COVID. And it was an excruciating time. Kelsey and I came back from Connecticut. We're living in an empty house that um, had just, you know, we were in the, hopefully in the process of selling, but whatever we, we were living on milk crates and it was Thanksgiving and Michael Chickless and his wife, Michelle, were so sweet. They had cooked this amazing Thanksgiving dinner and they knew I was suffering and they brought it over to us. And he had made this like fresh, was it pumpkin pie? I think it was like a pumpkin pie with fresh whipped cream that he made. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so this was my biggest challenge in life. So I'm still new to the no no dessert thing. And here is this freaking luscious, beautiful, and we'd already eaten the most insane things, Hispanico. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiejis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way. 
T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the way. T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Alpita was insane. His everything they made us and they brought like a full dinner for us was insane. So you know the dessert's going to be even more insane. And I just kept staring at it and I was like, you're going through a hard time. No one would ever, ever judge you for this. This, this is the moment. I mean, you're suffering. And I had so many conversations with myself. And As then we're I, sitting across the table from each other on our, what was it, picnic little table? Yeah. Folding table. Folding table with the folding <laughs> chairs. Yeah. And I looked and I looked at it and I was like, if you say yes now, now you'll never get this done. You'll never do it because it's always going to be an excuse. And so I said, no, put it in the trash. Sorry, Michael. But I had to for my health. And I know he would appreciate that. Um, And I said, no, that was the hardest. And then I think after that, it kind of got easy. I have trained myself to get a high off of saying no and getting the high off of knowing I have willpower. Even if I don't really have it, I just kind of like, if I can say no in front of people, they're going to look at me like I'm like an alien, right? How, how can you say no? And it's yeah. like, no, no, I don't want it. And they're like, Ugh. so, so I always teach people like in, in my every girl's guide to diet and fitness, I'm like, get a high off of saying no. Everyone's going to look at you like holy power, right? So get the high off of that and then keep building on it. No, 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 I'm good. No, thank you. Because most people don't have the willpower. And so, and you can fake it till you make it. Then you just keep, you know, getting used to it and keep getting used to it and keep getting used to it. And then eventually, yeah, you get used to that. Now, there are some crutches. On occasion, there are these like sugar-free chocolates that my dad will have. And so I got some of those and those were little like crutches and moments where I was like, I'm still craving something. So I would have some of those. I mean, in the last six months, I might've had two now. Um because I found the Reese's Pieces ones and they're, I mean, Reese's peanut butter cup ones. Get out of here. They're usually out of stock. And I was like, (laughs) I have to. Um, So it's not easy. Nothing's easy at first. It's like when you have to lose weight, had to lose 40 pounds at one point, the first like week at the gym sucks. The first week of eating better sucks. And then you get kind of used to it. Then you get more used to it. So you just got to think, I just got to get through the beginning. Just have a little power in the beginning. And then the power just... Um, compounds and builds for you. You won't need to have power later because it's just there. You need the power in the very beginning. So that's what I did. Thank you. I think that's so yeah. good because, you know, I feel like so many people probably hear that and they're like, I want to do that, but that sounds incredibly daunting. Yeah. I mean, people tell me all the time, sugar's my crutch. Sugar's right. my everything. I right. can't. I need my right. Chardonnay. So maybe you allow yourself your Chardonnay. Yeah. Who's making the rules? You yeah. are. Yep. Allow yourself the Chardonnay. Whatever it is that you have to have, if you have to have a piece of chocolate once a week, give it. So now you're cutting down six days of right. sugar. And don't beat yourself up over it. And don't beat yourself up over it. Yeah. Or maybe just transition into the sugar-free chocolate so you can like have something. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go too much into that because that's not, it's processed. It's all this shit. You don't really want to do that either. Um, so that was that. Thyroid nodules. Now, I haven't gotten a clear picture because I'm still waiting to hear from my thyroid doctor, but Dr. Aaron said there were nodules, but there was one big one. Now, 
what I am attributing the disappearance of this nodule to is easy. So when I went to UPW, Tony Robbins UPW, in 2014, thank you, Pooja, for looking that up because you guys know I'm bad with dates. Um, the final day of his seminar is all health. And he talked about how meat is just horrendous. And he talks about how it's just shit and piss. And if you just want to eat shit and piss, eat meat. And I forget how meat is just shit and piss, but it's like soaked in it or something. I don't know. It's like really gross, whatever it was. And I I turned around and I go, I'm never eating meat again. And I didn't for a year, literally didn't eat meat for a year. Again, thought that would be impossible because I love my summer cheeseburgers, but I did it. I just got super anemic and anemia runs in my family. So I started eating red meat, but I kept on the no chicken and no poultry, like no, nothing else. By 2019, when I went into the doctor, they're like, wow, your nodules significantly smaller. And I was like, wow. I'm like, does that happen? They're like, not really. And I go, hmm, maybe it was the chicken. If you think about it, all of our meat is pumped with hormones unless you're getting organic grass-fed, grass-finished. Like now we're, but then we didn't have as many options. And so that was 2019. So fast forward to this month, 2021, totally gone. So I know it's from that because I haven't done anything else really differently. And, um, and even the cutting of sugar in this last year, um, I'm sure that's helpful, but I had already seen the results from the no poultry. So that was inadvertent, but it happened. Has, have doctors ever like seen or heard anything like that? I'm going to wait to get clarity on that from my endocrinologist, Mm -hmm. but Dr. Aaron was like, no. Whoa. Yeah. That's nuts. Okay, here's my other question. Mm-hmm. Hashimoto's, mm-hmm. is that linked with that, with the nodules? So I have Hashimoto's. Um, so now we're going to do the blood test to see if maybe that was reversed. Interesting. So I have to go get blood work done. Yeah. Um, I'll probably have to do it next week. But Crazy. Um, I told them, I go, the perfectionist in me doesn't want to do my blood work yet because I had that donut last week and I don't want my A1C to spike my numbers (laughs) and then me have a freak attack. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so thyroid nodules, poof, that's nuts. Disappeared. Gone. And so by the way, you got to read your own reports too. So it was great because Dr. Aaron was like, Oh, stable. But then I looked at the report. I'm like, wait, it says it disappeared. He goes, yeah, you're right. It says it's disappeared. And I go, that's awesome. That's huge news. Balloons, celebrations. So so that's the thyroid nodules. Let's go to hernia. While I was at E! News, I started having excruciating pain in my right groin area. Like couldn't walk up the stairs without collapsing. It was like a, like a, it was so painful and I'm doing the Oscars for them. It's the first year I'm doing like the Oscars and I'm dying in pain. So in between, I'll never forget Marcy was there and she was helping me. We were doing hot compresses and I would lay down. So we were at the Roosevelt hotel. So you have your hotel room right there on the first floor that opened up to the veranda where we were working. So it was really close in the breaks. I would just go and lay down. 
And I went to the doctor and they did an ultrasound. They're like, yeah, you have a hernia. It was a small hernia. So listen, I'm not telling people who have a massive hernia, go heal yourself because some of them are just beyond repair. I'm sure because it makes sense if the muscles have opened up and this thing's poking through, how do you get the the monster back in unless you do some kind of mesh, which they've now recalled the meshes. So now I'm really grateful I didn't do any of it. How does a hernia even happen? Like I, from what what I know, lifting heavy weights, I was working out with a trainer at the time and he was having me lift heavy weights and it just happened. Wow. So what did I do? I looked up how to heal myself of a hernia and there's no way to heal yourself from a hernia. But I found one person on the internet who did it. And I remember reading it. I don't remember what it said, so I apologize. But what I know I concluded from that article was that I had to continue with the hot compresses and I had to eliminate workouts, which a lot of people aren't willing to do. And so... I didn't do anything strenuous for over a year. I walked, but I didn't do anything strenuous. And hernia is gone. Nuts. <laughs> Take another sticky. Bye-bye. Boom. <laughs> I was like making my coffee this morning and I had all my sticky notes because I have no notepad in there for some reason. Oh. If we have any extra notepads out Let's here, we put one. one in the kitchen because yeah. I suffer. Anyway. <laughs> um, so in review, hernia healed. Thyroid nodules healed, A1C healed. The last one that I can remember outside of our canine healings is vocal cord nodules. So again, while I was at E, I started getting all these vocal cord nodules. I went to see the top ear, nose, and throat guy, and he was so wonderful. And he was like, yeah, these are, these are big and these are bad. And, you know, we just, As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Just go in and we got them out and I go, but my voice is my everything. If I don't have a voice, ooh, how do I do my work? And if something goes bad, I mean, you're slicing something off my vocal cord. That sounds scary. Um, I said, how do I heal myself? And he's like, well, he's like, he's like, I can't say it's not possible. He goes, but you're going to have to be really disciplined. And I go, but I am really disciplined. I can do this. And he's like, okay. So um, he gave me a whole protocol of what not to eat, which I, for- ah, I forgot to pull up, but I know I have it in here. Um And I worked with a speech therapist and vocal, let me pull this up, vocal cord um, 
I worked with a speech therapist who taught me how to breathe properly. So what's hard is, um, what's hard is talking and typing. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing a great job. Speech therapy, maybe? What the heck? I'm curious because I didn't even, I wouldn't correlate like certain foods to be like to the nodules. So. Oh, no, for sure. So, okay, here we go. So one of the things was the diet. And, um, and you have to, here's the sheet he gave me. No spicy, acidic, tomato-based foods or fatty foods like chocolate, citrus, fruits, and fruit juice. I mean, by the way, when I saw this, I was like, oh, so I'm going to eat air. No wine, alcohol, tea, coffee, or colas. Watch your weight because it can, being overweight increases um, intra-abdominal pressure, which creates um, and aggravates reflux. No gorging yourself at mealtime. Eat moderate, moderate amounts of food. Do not exercise too soon after eating. Avoid bedtime snacks and eat meals at least three to four hours before lying down. Stop or at least cut down on smoking. Elevate the head of your bed with blocks. So if you elevate like the posts of your bed, now your bed can be elevated, then you don't have any acid reflux going into your throat. Or if you have an adjustable bed, you would just adjust. And I followed this diet. I had an adjustable bed, so that helped. Um, I followed this diet. And then I did my speech therapy. I learned how to breathe with my diaphragm. So a diaphragm breathing practice for you all is lying on your back, place a book on your diaphragm, place one hand on the book and one on your chest. Okay. So the book is on your diaphragm here. And then your other hand is here on your chest. Raise the book as you breathe in without raising your chest. A lot of us take chest breaths. No one takes diaphragm breaths. See the difference? The difference is it comes from my diaphragm down here and then moves up. And so a lot of people who are amateurs with, you know, on camera or whatever, they just take breaths from here and then they're burning out and then they burn out their vocal cords. What I was doing at the time, Patriots were kicking ass. Celtics were kicking ass. I was going to games and I was screaming my balls off and I was tearing my vocal cords up. Oh my gosh. So he even taught me, or um, Noel, my speech therapist, taught me how to scream using my diaphragm so I wouldn't burn my vocal cords as much. And so you got to take a deep breath. And then you scream. But if you scream from here, you're just burning out your vocal cords. And so this practice of learning to breathe from your diaphragm will make it so that when you're talking or when you're speaking, it's coming from your diaphragm, not from your throat. Hmm. Um, And so they did these kinds of different exercises with me. That's nuts. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that when I get home. Mm -hmm. We used to do that for a choir. Oh, yeah. She used to always hand on our stomach. Totally. Mm -hmm. And so no clearing of the throat. You can't go horrible for your vocal cords. Wow. No whispering. 
Whispering is the worst thing you can do. If your voice is in distress, don't speak. Type on your phone, text the person next to you, get a little magic eraser board, do whatever you have to do. So nothing acidic, no tomatoes, nothing that's going to aggravate any kind of reflux, sleep elevated, no clearing the throat, no whispering, following the diet intensely and learning to breathe from your diaphragm. So what I would do in the car is I would drive and I would practice. So when you breathe in, in case you've never learned how to breathe properly, when you breathe in, your stomach should expand out, right? A lot of us are scared to have our stomachs go out because we want our stomachs to look flat. Instead, you're breathing in, a stomach expands out. When you breathe out, your stomach comes in and you suck it in like that. That's proper breathing. So if you are on camera or if you are using your voice a lot, this is a really important thing to learn whether you have vocal cord nodules or not. But this is how I healed myself of vocal cord nodules. Bada bing, bada boom. And didn't need surgery from that either. That's nuts. How long did it take you? Uh, I don't remember. Probably two months or so. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The body heals itself. It has the capacity. We just rush to we just rush. faster, you know, faster um, options. Quick fixes. Quick fixes. And I, Maria, at the end of this month, can hopefully add on to curing this SIBO mm-hmm. because we already getting better. There you go, queen. Mm-hmm. That's it. One thing I will say, just being around you, is that you do have insane discipline. And I think that that's one thing that, at least for me, going through this um, SIBO stuff, like I've always looked at you, I'm like, how does she do that? But you said it earlier. It's like when you really want to heal and get the high off of getting better, mm-hmm. then it's so much easier. Yeah. Like you even asked me the, the other day, you're like, is this hard? I'm like, no, because I'm seeing results. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting. Yeah. So, so get addicted to that excitement. Exactly. Get addicted to that high of, oh my God, oh my God, it's happening. I'm getting better. Yeah. Yeah. So little yeah. tip. So little there you tip. go. You're going to be adding your first thing on the list at what? 20, a ripe young age of 26. Seven. Okay. okay, I didn't know if we hit 28 yet. I forgot. <laughs> no. It's coming. It's coming. She coming. I don't like that. No, you're so young. It's insane. <laughs> I know. That's okay. And you know what? It's uh, 30s I hear are fun, so I'm okay with it. 30s are, yeah. 40s are better. I love that. Yeah. You just get better with age. Yeah. Um, You give a little bit less of a fuck, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm still like giving way too many fucks, but I'm giving a little less. Well, that's why my favorite age range is you too, 70 and above. They just do not care. And I love it. Oh, I man. love it. They're the best. They don't I'm care. not looking forward to 70 and above. I want to be gone. No, I'm I do saying not want to be around. We like the We like the older because they're just the best and don't care. Get, be, get out of here. You're going to be around. Oh my God. Get out of here. Um, I just want to be super healthy at that age is my point. Because when I see... You know, 70 above, other than my dad, it's like you're at the doctor's 24-7 and you're on all these pills. So I'm I'm trying to do all the right things now so I don't have to get to that place. And I love, by the way, hearing your feedback because I've seen so many people in the comments saying how they are inspired to take action on their health in their youth now so that they don't suffer the consequences. Because I think we've now very clearly stated the accumulation factor will hit you. And I don't know who else talks about this in such depth so that you really see like the crystal ball. You really see 
you know, what life could be like down the other side. Pooja, you are a ripe young 21 year old. Yes. And do you now see what could happen and take it more seriously? Yeah, absolutely. I think even with Kelsey, like she's like, start like eating proper meals because I didn't do that when I was 21. And now look at my stomach. Like Mm -hmm. now I have a bacterial overgrowth. So now you seem like you think you're fine. Like it's okay. Like whatever you can run on three coffees a day and you'll be okay. You're invincible at 21. Yeah, exactly. But now I'm like, oh, oh shoot. Like not that what you're, what's happening to you is bad, but like, obviously if you don't have to go through it, that'd be better. So no, it is, it is. It's like eye opening, And I mean, even after a few weeks, I'm like down to a coffee a day. You know yes, what I mean? Queen. So I think like it, I can already see how much it's helping and how much I feel better. Like not Love even it. like, oh, in the future, maybe it'll help me. Like I'm actually feeling better now in my present day. So for any youngins out there, it really does help. It really is worth it to start to start now. Why not? So Pooja, do we get a five star review from you? I I actually did. did yeah, she I did. wrote one the other day. No, yeah, did yeah I did. did. I love it. So it's up there. And thank you to all of you for our reviews. They really are amazing. We are. Our goal is 2K, 2,000 reviews by 2,000 five star reviews, of course, um, by the end of the year. So That's help right. us on that. Um, we will put a link in the summary of this to make it super easy so that you can just go in and give your review. Boom. Boom. Just like that. Um, so those are the things that I did so far. Um, and I mean, I've definitely talked about all the things I've healed my mom of along the way. So I definitely have, wow, shit. I got a lot more. Yeah. Damn. You got different buckets for different things and people and hemorrhoids with CBD oil. Yep. Um, wow. There are a lot. Bed sores, throw that in there. Bed sores mm-hmm. with the Briotech. Um, oh my God. Shit, there's a lot. A Maybe I episode. am a fake doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I told Dr. Aaron and last night, I go, I'm a fake doctor now. When he called me a guru, I go, I'm a fake doctor now. I really like want to just go get my medical license just so that I can like not have to be afraid that I feel like awkward, but at the same time, there are so many Elisa VDs that are not doctors that are helping people in their health journeys. And, um, yep. and I don't ever pretend to be one, obviously, other than for joke, joking reasons. But, um, but listen, the proof's in the pudding. Proof's in the pudding. Whoever came up with that saying? I don't know. And, and also, why is so it weird. in the pudding? Why is it in pudding? Why right. can't it be in like chocolate cake? That's your favorite. Chocolate cake. No, that, you know what my Maria's favorite answer. cake is? And I saw it driving by yesterday was Susie Cakes. Ah. The birthday cake. Yeah. <gasps> the confetti one. That's so funny. That's insane. And Carvel ice cream cake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So actually, oh, um, an amendment. I did cheat, and I have said this many times, but I did cheat when my mom died. Yeah. Um, when we were rushing to go to her funeral, I did have a plane, plane stick. crawler, plane stick. Mm-hmm. I had two that week. Um, cause it was excruciating circumstances and I had already had almost what, like eight months or something under my belt. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm rock solid in my, in steadfast in my thing. Yeah. And then I had a little cake on my birthday, but that was just for celebratory reasons. I didn't even really care. And I think, I also think that that's important, right? You can't like completely deprive or restrict. It's like the little things, like you yeah, said, you can, you, ha- <laughs> you can, yeah, you can. but like, if you're going through like something like that, I don't think yeah. that it's like super healthy and no. maybe 
anyways. I'm saying that you like did it in moderation. And you got to do it when you know you're rock solid. Right. Have the foundation. Yeah. You have to have the foundation. So I hope this is helpful to you guys. I hope it at least inspires you to know that there is another way sometimes. We are just used to the fast way. We're used to our way right away at Burger King now. And um, and your health, you'll get so empowered when you start to see that. Now, again, there are moments. The hernia is too big. The diabetes has gone too far. Whatever it is. Um, but use your instinct. Use your internal guidance. Work with your doctors. Collaborate. Let them know that you're serious about trying to heal yourself and see how you can do it in the safest possible way. But I'm not a doctor. Don't just do anything I say. Think about it. Make your own decisions. Do your own research. I'm just sharing my experience so that you can see what is possible because so much more is possible than we ever knew. Boom. Drop the mic. In the meantime, if you haven't joined us on Patreon... At the $10 tier, guys, you get ad-free shows, an extra show a week, and the monthly heal events where we do incredible sessions with the incredible guests that we have on the show. Um, what what do we have on deck? Yoga Nidra event tonight. Oh, there we go. Yoga Nidra. I can't wait. That's going to be so good. Mm-hmm. And I think next month uh, I want to do Diane Gray, the grief counselor. Yes. Especially around the holiday sort of time. Yes, yes, yes. That'll be amazing. Um, Diane helped me... Um, in the final months with my mom helped me kind of look at things a little differently in terms of grieving. And it was incredibly helpful. And I know we're all grieving in so many different ways, whether it is somebody that passed or grieving our past life, um, you're, you're making a transition or a relationship, whatever it is. So uh, join us on Patreon. We'll leave a link in the summary of this. You can always find it on better together with Maria's Instagram account or Maria Menounos. Our rebrand is coming together. Our website's almost done. We're really excited about that. Um, Kelsey is updating and repopulating my Pinterest. If you guys want some inspo, head on over to my Pinterest. It's just Maria Menounos. Um, And I'm really excited to be able to start doing our blog content and sharing all this stuff. Because, for example, my nails right now, I am so giddy about the fact that I have gels on that aren't gels that I can wipe off with regular nail polish remover and they've not chipped and it's been over a week. And so I want to share all this Amazing. stuff with you guys. So, Maria, um, before we go, mm-hmm. can you give them a little tease for what's hip happening this week? What's happening this week? I forget. Um, front page, we have two oh, hold on. bad B women on this week. And oh, I want, yeah. I want you to give them a little taste of what Why don't you do it? Okay, hold on. But you have it in front of you. Okay. So hold on, I have to pull it up. Callie and Marianne. That's yes. your hint. Kelly and Mar- oh, okay. So my my theme that I came up with was badass ladies who are making a splash and doing good for the world. So <laughs> Callie, that's our this week's theme. <laughs> we Dead. have Callie who she talks about uh, maternal health and like you guys, this this episode will blow your mind. All of us were like, holy yeah, crazy. shit, crazy. And then we have Marianne Williamson who's been on before and this time she talks about, you know, how we can look for miracles, how we can attract miracles. So and that's love. our this week and love. That's yeah. right. Returning to love. And what's cool is she got me back on uh, her book, A Return to Love, which is her interpretation of A Course of Miracles. Yeah. So I started listening to that this morning, which is cool. So good. Do you just listen on Audible? I am. So fun. Yeah. Love it. So I have the audio enjoy book. the week. Yeah. Enjoy the week. Love you all. Our Heal Squad. 
keep on healing in every way. And uh, remember, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Heal Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.